Hey you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic Podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host Dawn Brown and this is episode 35. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just search for the Main and Magic Podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie and I discuss Disney parks and resort challenges. Many of the Disney-themed parks and resorts have official scavenger hunts or games they offer to guests. But Disney fans are a creative bunch, and over the years, some fan-created challenges have become a popular part of the theme park enthusiast lexicon. The fun thing is, a lot of these challenges apply to any Disney park worldwide. So tune in as we discuss official and unofficial challenges you might want to add to your next trip. Now join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. We have a fun episode for you today all about Disney Park and Resorts challenges. And a good portion of these can actually be applied to all of the Disney locations worldwide. So these can travel beyond Walt Disney World. Of course, Walt Disney World is the largest Disney location in the world, so there might be a few more things that you can do there. Like I said, a lot of these will cross over and be equally fun at the other locations. So if you're one of those lucky people traveling out to Disneyland or overseas to any of those parks, you can kind of take these ideas with you. Um, Joining me for the shenanigans is Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. Hello, Katie. Hello, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. Are you ready to get your challenge on? I am. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I got to see how many I can take with me next month. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was actually thinking about that. Like, you can use these right away almost. Um, oh, okay, yeah. so I just wanted to kind of touch on real quick, like, what is a Disney challenge? It's basically a self-guided game that you can play in the parks or at your resort or all over Disney property. So there are some that are set up and created through Disney. And then there are a bunch that people have just created over the years and shared with each other. Um, And then, you know, other fans have picked up on those and they've kind of become mainstream. Um, And, People are still inventing new ones, which we'll get into. So we're mostly going to be talking about the fan-created challenges, but I do want to take a a look really quick um, at the sort of officially sanctioned challenges or scavenger hunts that Disney has themselves. So 
you know, on previous episodes, you've heard Katie talk about like the scavenger hunts that take place during the Epcot festivals where you kind of get your, is it like a passport, I guess, or like a. Yeah, it's so they give you like this little, it's almost like a giant postcard almost and there's stickers on the back of it. So, like, for the Food and Wine Festival, they ha- you have the countries at Epcot, and at every, not the kitchens that are at the Food and Wine Festival, but the actual, like, solid structure countries at Epcot. And each one has a hidden Remy, and Remy's holding some kind of fruit or vegetable. So then the card that you get at the port of entry to play the game um, has the vegetables. So, like, you have onions and cucumbers and relish and or radishes and you have to go and let's say you go to Canada and you have to search all over Canada for where Remy's hiding. Sometimes it's in plain sight. Sometimes it's all the way in the back. Like it actually makes you explore the country and then you figure out, oh, look, Remy's holding an onion in Canada. So you take the onion sticker and you put it on Canada and then you go all the way around. And once you're finished, you take it back to the port of entry and they give you your prize. And there, yeah, those are like themed to different yeah the different uh festivals so it's not always going to be remy like i think right, right no. now they have figment yeah they have the figment arts. yeah yeah figment's hiding on pictures for uh festival of the arts during flower and garden festival um is the bee and his name is escaping my brain right now what his name is but he's hidden around the countries with a flower. So you have to find the specific flower. Um, they actually do one at Easter too, like at Easter time, regardless of the festival, they have eggs, uh, character themed eggs that are hidden throughout the country. Yes. So yep. same concept as Remy, but there's always something. There's so much fun. So that, yeah, that one's like a, a more official thing. There's an actual yeah. like playing card, if you will, just like mm-hmm. uh, over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, you can do the Wilderness Explorers Challenge where you go around and you collect badges. Yeah. Um, and then there's also some at the resorts that have like official, you know, like they give you an official form or a sheet or mm-hmm. whatever that kind of sends you around. Uh, I know there's there's at least 10 or eight or something like I know not Dixie landings. What is it? Port Orlean Riverside had one Mm -hmm. art of animation. I think wilderness tree wilderness Lodge Lodge has the hidden Mickey hunt Polynesian. Mm -hmm. uh, And, and right now for the 50th, every single hotel actually has a scavenger hunt. So if you're going sometime um, during the 50th celebration, regardless of what hotel you're staying at, you can go to the front desk and ask them for the scavenger hunt. And there is, um, it's based on the old ticketing system, the like A, B or C ticketing system. And you have to walk around your resort that you're at to find these hidden tickets kind of on billboards and fill in the blanks. Yeah. I forgot they announced that they were doing that. Yeah. So regardless what Disney resort you're staying at, just pop up to the front desk and ask them what scavenger hunts they have going on right now. Yeah. And I will say the ones that are at Epcot, I, so I just had clients come back and um, they, they, their kids, they're a little bit older. They like 11 and nine and they did the figment scavenger hunt. And 
they called me on their trip and said, oh my gosh, this was the best idea ever. We had no idea. We explored so much of the countries that we've taken for granted. I've never, like, like we went back in the back of Morocco. Do you know that back in Morocco, they have this? Like, yeah. It, it So it actually makes you, it allows you to see the actual country and all the beauty that's back there and all these different ones. And I think that's something, a common theme you're going to find for a lot of these is that it makes you look around and notice more things, not even just at Epcot, but, you know, where at your resort or in any of the other parks. So, and then there's kind of, these don't have like a, a game piece or like a clue sheet specifically, but they are... They are so mainstream, they, they feel a, uh, kind of Disney-sanctioned, if you will. And that is looking for hidden Mickeys, of course. A must. <laughs> and also, over at the Magic Kingdom in Fantasyland, they have the little Pascals hidden over in the yes. Tangled area, which we t- we also mentioned on our previous... I th- Actually, it was our... Our trivia, it was our trivia episode. <laughs> How many Pascals can you find over there, Don? There's 10. There is. <laughs> so those are just some. Of course, I can't specifically say if Disneyland has any specific scavenger hunts. I haven't really looked into that. But some of the things that we're going to talk about are definitely applicable to Disneyland and, like I said before, other parks worldwide. So we are going to jump in here. And do you have one that you want to start with, Katie, or do you want me to just kind of go launch? No, you, you can you, we can go. Yeah, okay. I have a couple. I mean, I have one that's specific to the 50th, but yeah, let's just go. Go for it. Um, so the first one is... It's definitely specific to Walt Disney World and will not apply elsewhere. And that is the four parks in one day challenge. <laughs> That's on my list too. I I don't know when this started. You know, was it the day Animal Kingdom opened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, I feel like it's been around since my college program and that was in 2001 so I so the challenge is try to visit all four parks in one day in in one you know from mid, between midnight and 11:59 p.m basically um, of course it's a little bit more difficult now with the park reservation system and you can't hop until 2 p.m so there's some strategy here like I wouldn't plan on ending your day at Animal Kingdom, I would probably start there. Start, yes. Um, but this is a this is a popular one. I have personally never done it that I that I I feel like I would remember if I did this. So if I did do it, it's because you or some like Steve or somebody like dragged me to it. <laughs> but I don't I don't think I've ever done this one. Yeah, I can't say that I have either. I'm sure, like, yeah, like you said, I would remember, but I can't remember doing it. But I yeah, want this, to. I'm yeah, all this, about it. <laughs> it's super popular. It's, and you have to kind of set rules for this one. Like, I've started to notice this more 
that people, it's not just, you can't just go through the turnstile and then leave and then go to the next park. Like people are setting rules. Like you have to do at least one One attraction in each park. You have to take your photo in front of the park icon. Mm -hmm. I, I even saw one recently where they made a rule where you had to do one attraction, eat one snack and get your photo in front of the park icon. I was like, Ooh, adding that snack can, uh, yeah. (laughs) Mobile dining. (laughs) Yeah. You're like up in the, uh, the the stakes there. So, right. And so here's one to even go with this. Actually, if you're really feeling up for a challenge is the 24 hour four park challenge. And that is get on a plane from your hometown. Now, granted, you have to live on the East Coast for this to really work. Get on the plane from your hometown, do all four parks, one att- one attraction at all four parks, and fly home in the same day. <laughs> so I follow a guy on TikTok. Um, and always he a guy has, on TikTok. <laughs> he, he has done this. Uh, I will give credit to where credit is due. His name is Travel Agent William on TikTok. And he has done that. I'm like, dude, I want to do that. <laughs> wow, that is a special kind of crap. I think we're past the age limit of that. <laughs> Don't you have to be like 22 to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'd be just hook me up to a coffee IV. Right. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> What's one that you ha- what's one that you have or found? Um, so this is strictly for the 50th, but when you're there, try and find all 50 statues and take a picture with all 50. And it doesn't have to be a one day. That's probably not going to happen. I mean, kudos if you can, but um, on your trip, find all 50 statues and get a picture of all 50. And I will tell you the hardest one to find. And when I was there, I actually did not find it. And have has I have just learned where it actually is is the Tinkerbell statue. Oh yeah, I heard other oh. people saying they were having a hard time with that one. Yeah, she's uh she's by the popcorn stand, kind of by the bridge, by um, Sleepy Hollow, on a tree. Oh. But, yeah, she's like up top. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So I thought that would be a fun one. I found a lot when I was there in November. Um, I definitely did not find all 50, but I found quite a few. So Are those permanent or are they taking them I, down? I See, I don't know because... I've heard both things and I was like, why put those up everywhere if you're just going to take them down? Right. Well, and the new magic bands that are eventually coming out, they're supposed to interact with these statues. So I don't know. I don't know. TBD. TBD. Right. right. Um, okay. The next one, also super popular. And this one, like I said, this was this would be definitely a great one for Disneyland. Uh, and that is the Mountains Challenge. Us. And that is riding all the mountains in one day. So, and again... You're going to have to set some rules here because when I was looking at this, I was like, some people were saying that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is part of the mountains, but I say, no, 
So you're going to have to figure out among your group. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's I, I, I disagree with it being a mountain. But you and you can say, you know, are you going to only do the mountains in the Magic Kingdom? Because here now you have Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That's it. But if you want to do all the mountains, you're going to have to schlep over <laughs> to Animal Kingdom and do Expedition Everest. Yeah. Meanwhile, at Disneyland, you've got Space Mountain, Matterhorn, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So all four mountains are in one park. So there you go. I have never done this one either. <laughs> I mean, I think I've, I've definitely done all three mountains at Magic Kingdom in one day, but I have not then yeah. schlepped over to the Animal Kingdom to do Expedition Everest. So that would be a great one for a park hopping day. Like if you that would definitely, yeah, and, oh yeah. If you have Disney, if you have um, Genie. Oh, you have to. I, especially now with wait times, you would absolutely have to have Genie to make that really possible. Okay. What's another one that you found or invented? <laughs> <laughs> the open to close challenge. <gasps> Ooh, rope drop to kiss goodnight. Rope drop to kiss goodnight. I had that on mine too. <laughs> it's so much fun. And for all you haters that are like, oh, we have to go back to sleep. We get up early. <laughs> Man, you have to stay up until the fireworks. You have to be the last one out of the park and you have to be the first one in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely done that. Because I yeah. just was talking about my New Year's Eve uh, adventure <laughs> where we arrived at the park before the monorails were running and we were there until the end of time. <laughs> so, yeah, I've definitely done this one. Obviously a little bit easier to do at Animal Kingdom. Yes, but then, <laughs> but then is it really a kiss goodnight because the park just closes? Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, when I think of this challenge, I specifically think of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the, the close second for that would be Epcot, but yeah. Which, again, um, applies to like every castle park in the world. So pretty much you can travel yes. with this one, guys. You could you could do this. At all six, <laughs> that would be the, that'd be the challenge right there, right? Yes, yes. Okay, uh, this one I saw, and I thought, oh my god, it's such a good idea, and that is the opening day attractions. Oh, I was one. I was especially seeing this one on the 50th anniversary because people flocked over there on October 1st for the actual birthday. And a lot of people like the, the lines for the original opening day attractions were longer than the lines for all of the other rides. <laughs> That's crazy. So I thought that that was really cool. Like just that people were waiting an hour in line to ride the carousel. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, it just, oh, gets me in the, gets you in the, is it, is it allergy season in here? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
but again, like that's a fun one that you could do over at Disneyland too. So yeah. Um, and really any park, uh, you can't do this at Hollywood studios because there isn't a single opening day attraction left at that, at that park. Nope, so there sure isn't. Uh, and you're, you're kind of, you're, you're kind of getting low on the ones at Epcot too, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's, what, like, two left at Epcot? I mean, Spaceship Earth. I Yeah, uh, Spaceship Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I think, actually, I think the land was open. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but the seas didn't open until 86. Right. Figment, uh, you know, was different. Yeah. So. Figment. Norway wasn't there yet so yeah you're getting a little bit low on those but and there weren't that many at Animal Kingdom so you could almost in one trip just say we're going to make sure we ride all the original attractions for the whole for all the parks in one Mm -hmm. trip but if you could do all the original attractions at Magic Kingdom in one day that would be cool and I mean, again, Genie Plus will help with that. Yeah. So, okay, what's Ain't another one? Ain't nobody got time for waiting 90 minutes for Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a couple good ones. So, okay. So this is one that we actually um, talked about doing. We actually made, but we didn't end up executing it on our last trip, uh, just for whatever reasons. But we made our own scavenger hunt. Talking about scavenger hunts, we did our own. So we go with with Dan's family. There's uh, 16 of us and seven kids, eight if you include me. Um, <laughs> and we got to keep them occupied. So we kind of like we talked about how to do it. And you divvy up, but divvy up teams and make a scavenger hunt. Like you have to get a picture of a yellow flower and you have to get a picture of the hotel sign. And but just something that you could do maybe even like on a break day. So maybe not necessarily a challenge challenge, but I kind of look at it as a challenge. No, I like that. I've seen so many people doing this now. And this is like, this is the stuff that I'm all about because especially like you said, when you are traveling with these big groups, so you can split your group up by family or you can, you know, each where each family tries to, to do it. And then at the end, you can kind of review, you know, to, to see who missed what or, you know, there, it's, it's just like a fun way, especially if you have like a group like Dropbox or something where everybody can drop their photos in there. And then you can see what everybody did and like silly photos and stuff like that. And that's why that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode, because I'm like, People are just making up their own games, and I freaking love this. <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. like, adds another level of fun and, like, an element of something where you don't have to wait in line necessarily. Like, you know, it's not super important, but it still makes it ex- a little bit extra fun. So, no, I love that. How do you come up with them or do you just have like every family submit like three ideas or Um, somebody just go take charge and make it up themselves or yeah I kind of just 
make, came up with stuff. Me and my mother-in-law did. It was like random things, like stuff that we didn't necessarily have to leave our resort for. We had been at the resort enough times to know what you can find at the resort. So like Polynesian has flowers everywhere. So we're like, you have to get a yellow flower or so just kind of taking charge and, and finding stuff that's easy enough for anywhere from a, 11, a 13 year old to a five year old to find basically. Cool. Yeah. I like yeah. it. You could come up with a theme. Oh like yeah. Characters find things that pertain to this character or. Right. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Uh, let's see. I have, uh, I'm looking, I'm trying to like figure out where I left off on my list here. Oh, this one is also very popular and has been around for a very long time. And that is the transportation challenge. Yes, I have that on my list too. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> and now there's that extra layer to it because we have the Skyliner. So the transportation challenge is trying to ride on each different type of transportation in the park. Now, again, this is going to be pretty much secluded to Walt Disney World. Um unless you want to use your imagination at the other uh, parks worldwide. But this is going to be, you're going to go on the monorail, a bus, a boat, the Skyliner, and the train. So this is, again, you're going to have to kind of plan this out. You have to be strategic so that you can hit all of these because... To ride the train, obviously, you have to go into the Magic Kingdom. Right. And the Skyliner, you know, you could, so you could ride the train at Magic Kingdom. And then you could take a boat to the Polynesian. And then you could take the monorail to Epcot. And then Mm -hmm. you could (laughs) walk through Epcot to the Skyliner and ride the Skyliner to Caribbean beach. And then you could get a bus from Caribbean beach back to the magic kingdom or however you want to do your route. But I have never done this one. I actually did on my last trip thinking about it. I did a bus. I did the monorail. I did a boat. I did the Skyliner. I just haven't done the Skyliner. So I guess I probably inadvertently did this without thinking about it on a previous, you know, because like, you know, take the boat from the TTC to to uh, Magic Kingdom, you know, ride the train, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I probably inadvertently did this on another trip, but um, this one is, it's up there. It's a popular one. So, and like I said, it's been around forever. So again, this is a fun thing to do on a day where you're like taking a break. Maybe you're doing resort yes. hopping. Um Although then you'd kind of miss out on the train. But, you know, if you have a day that's like a little more leisurely or you're going to be doing some park hopping, then you could totally like make this work for you. So, Oh, yeah. So speaking of resort hopping, my next one on my list, it's perfect, is visit all the Disney resorts. In a day would be really, you know, cool. Walking by and. There's a lot, but I mean, <laughs> if you play your cards right, you could actually 
It's possible. It is a hundred percent possible. So the most I've done in one day is seven. Nice. Very, very nice. That's a, that's. I mean, it was, you know, it was a day. (laughs) I was with my dad. We, we started out at Boardwalk. Smart. And we just, we went to Swan. We went to Dolphin. We, by the time we got over to the yacht club, we were hungry. So we got a no way Jose at beaches and cream. (laughs) Very nice. And we went to the beach club and we, I don't even remember how we got over to Polynesian or actually, I guess we went to, yeah, we went to the Polynesian next. I guess we had a car. Yeah. We had the car that time. So we just drove over there. Went to Polynesian, got a Dole Whip float, walked over to the Grand Floridian. I mean, it was a long day. Like, it was, that was the whole day. Oh, yeah, it has to be. <laughs> like, a when day. we were done, yeah. it was, the sun was setting, and we were like, okay, we should probably go back to the hotel and get everybody for dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I, you could do it, but it would be like, you would just kind of be breezing through all of them, I think. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's still fun. Like it's, I I enjoyed that day because we were just walking around and taking things in and what's down this hall and what's over there. And I haven't been back here in a while and, you know, just wandering around. So. Right. I like it. And then obviously there's the other one. There's the other resort challenge where, before you get put in pine six feet under, you stay at all the Disney resorts. <laughs> yeah, I'm close. Honestly, I'm, I'm very close on that one. You're close at, well, Disney World. <laughs> at Disney World, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't have everything. But I don't, I, I, I do not ever... I don't, I can't see myself ever staying at Grand Floridian. I have people that love that resort. I know people that love it and that were willing, had the opportunity, had to take it because that's where they wanted. And it was ironically the only thing left. And then was given an opportunity to save money at a, at the Polynesian, a hotel that's just as nice and said, nope, we want to stay here. And I just, I'm not, I can't do it can't pay that much I for feel life. the same way How like funny. I'm not that type of person I can act all bougie and like oh yeah I'm staying at the Yacht Beach Club oh look at me but I cannot like I feel off I feel out of place walking into that hotel sometimes and I know some people will be like oh well you stay at the Yacht and Beach Club but it's, it's not the same it feels it's so, so different, different. Yeah. And I look at it like I have, I'll have people ask me like, oh, what hotel is that white one with the red on top? And I'll tell them, you know, it's the Grand Floridian. They're like, oh, that looks really nice. What type of hotel is it? And here's how I explain it. In 1996, when I was in Disney for the second time ever, it was the same time that Princess Diana stayed at that hotel with Harry and William. That's the type of hotel that it is, that it has a princess stay there. Yeah. 
a legitimate princess. <laughs> so there you go. That's how that hotel is. My parents but. stayed here for their 25th anniversary, which was, it was when I was working there. Um, so I guess yeah, it was like 2002. And the, the rooms are nice. Like I went in the room, I saw the room. You know, they had a view out onto the Seven Seas Lagoon. Like, they could see the water pageant go by and all that stuff. And and the hotel is, it's a great hotel. And I love going there. Like, they've got the band playing in the lobby. It's gorgeous. Uh, 1900 Park Fair is a great dining location. Grand Floridian Cafe, great dining location. The grounds of the hotel are gorgeous. Like, I love walking around outside there. You can just Mm -hmm. get a snack, sit on a bench. It's relaxing and quiet, but still festive. There's fountains. Like, I could go on and on and on and on about this hotel and how great it is. And everyone should go there and see it. But when it comes to, like, paying that deluxe Disney (laughs) dollar to stay there, I'm just kind of like, meh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I don't, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's I feel the same way. I would rather stay in the A-frame at the Contemporary or... At the beach club or, yeah. Maybe someday we can just stay there for one day to say we did it. (laughs) Right. And then be like, okay, well, check that one off the list. And we are moving our stuff over to the Polynesian. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. At that point, we're going to stay there for a day. And then we're stuck to the bench outside of Magic Kingdom because we blew our budget on that one night. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yep, yep. Stay there that one night and then move over to all-star movies. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's super funny. Okay. Uh, I forget. Is it your turn? I think I it know. is. I don't know. Um, well, let's talk about... See what... Oh, go ahead. No, I was trying to look at what... So I guess this kind of goes along with what we've kind of said earlier, but it would be hard to do, but... Okay, so everyone knows Disney attractions. Like, it's not necessarily just a ride. Like, there's shows. There's, you know things like that is to do everything in one park, which magic kingdom would be hard, doable, but hard. But like at Hollywood studios, you got to do it all. So beauty and the beast, Indiana Jones, frozen ever after mupped vision. Like we're talking everything that is on that park map. You got to do it a day. Yeah. That is the challenge. You, you'd have to definitely do a little bit of planning on that oh, one. Oh, 100% you have to do planning. Because, like, there's times for things and, yeah. But I think it would be fun. And, you know, I sit here and I look back at some of my trips and I'm like, I've never actually done it. Like, yeah, I've done everything on a trip. Like, I've done all the attractions at Hollywood Studios. But have I ever done it all in one day? I think we did... Um everything in one day at Hollywood studios back in the nineties, but it was, I mean, I remember when rock and roller coaster wasn't even there yet. So, yeah, you know, I mean, 
it's yeah it's it's it uh, definitely would take planning you yeah. would have to you'd have to plan it out but i i would most recommend this one per the previous thousand conversations we've had on this topic i will die on this hill i would most recommend that you do this at animal kingdom because you guys are missing so much at that park <laughs> so much mm-hmm. that is so cool like i i've talked to people that literally didn't know that they had komodo dragons there and i'm like did you even walk through asia right like (laughs) yeah you missed a whole section of the park (laughs) i I, yeah yeah so walk down every trail just like say you know what on monday we're gonna get there when the park opens and we're not we're staying there all day we're gonna walk down every trail we're gonna you know Take, get on the Wildlife Express and go out to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And, yeah. You, you know, know, honestly, I'm telling you, how many times, how many podcasts have I talked about Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom? I There are so many animals at that park that I, and when I went after watching that show and going to Disney, I made sure I'm like, I got to find Carrie and Bones. Like, oh my gosh, that's where Carrie and Bones are. They're right, they're right there. How many times have I walked by these vultures and I never knew that they were there? So it, there's a lot to see at that park. I really, it's becoming one of my favorites. That's because it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next one I have, I did not come up with. I saw another lady that I follow on Instagram doing it. Um, and it's her her handle on Instagram is once upon a t-shirt. Nice. Uh, she is awesome. And I have like five of her t-shirts and I love them all. Uh, but she is there often enough that they, she likes to play games with her kids. So they started doing this A to Z photo challenge where Ooh. they would try to take a picture of something that is you know alphabet adjacent so like for a they might take a picture of you know they might stand in line and get a picture with aladdin and then for b they might take a picture of you know i don't know the beast castle yeah like there you go exactly like you know for p you might take a picture of a pirate so it makes them kind of like look around for things that's a really cool one i really like that one yeah because now she's like you know we're like looking at signs to see if like there's a name on the sign that they could use as part of their alphabet you know looking at characters in certain attractions you know, where, where are we going to find Z? What are some things we could say, you know, oh, you can get it on a small world because in small world, there's a zebra. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I thought, like, oh, that's such a good idea. And they, they try to do theirs. I think, I think initially they were trying to do them in order. Like you can't take a picture of the letter D until you've taken a picture of the letter C kind of thing, like literally A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, But even if you couldn't do it in order or you didn't want to do it in order, you could just say something that represents every letter. 
So I love it. I thought, I thought, oh, such a good idea because you can get pictures of the characters. You can read, you know, read signs, see what you can see on the different attractions. And it's a great game to play like while you're in the queue while you're in different yeah. queues waiting, you can kind of look around you and see if there's anything you could use. So I think she posted, I think she has a reel actually where it kind of flips through all the photos really quick. So I'm going to see if I can find one and post the link to it in the show notes. So you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about, but I thought that that one was a really good idea. Yeah, that's. I really like that one. I really I I like really want to do that now. <laughs> I know, and that's easy because it's just you just tell everybody like, you know, you can't take a picture of the word the and use that as your T. It has to be an actual thing, <laughs> you know. But so you you know you'll have to set like your own rules if you're doing like a team like a teams against each other or something like that. But then everybody can just go in search of their own things instead of trying to like stick to something specific. Or you could set something you could set it up ahead of time. You know, like you could go through the alphabet and say, you know, so you have to get a picture of Aladdin for the letter A, and you have to get a picture of Dumbo for the letter D, and you have to you know whatever you. You could set it up ahead of time if you wanted to, but I like the idea of everybody just going their own way and like trying to find anything that would work with their letters. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I don't have any more. I, I, I've covered all mine. I came up with two. So one of my life, goals <laughs> is to literally get any picture with Belle where I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I have so many pictures with her. Either I literally like my face is messed up in the photo. Like it just, you know, they took one photo and I was like blinking or something or the lighting sucks or any number of things. (laughs) And when I was thinking about this, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if you could get pictures with every princess? Obviously not all in the same photo, but if over the course of your trip, you set a challenge to get your photo taken with every princess, we know they appear in the parks, especially Epcot. Epcot is a freaking gold mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, for princesses. So, you know, and, and of course, I don't, uh, is Akershus doing, are, have, are they back with the princess dining? Um, I know they can't come over and hug you. No, I but don't, I don't think that one is yet. Okay. I don't think that one is yet. I have to look. I don't think it is though. Eventually when that one comes back and it's normal, they you know, there's a handful of princesses at that at that one, but you know, just in Epcot, you've got Anna and Elsa, Mulan shows up there, um, Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. I think Snow White is there sometimes. Yeah. Um, Germany, yeah. Uh, Cinderella you're more likely to find over in Magic Kingdom Um, but Belle is in France Uh, so like you could get so many just in Epcot 
you might catch um, Merida in a cavalcade at the Magic Kingdom. So you might be able to do like a distanced selfie. I mean, there's definitely a challenge here and I, I'm kind of into it because there's a lot of princesses, but there's mm-hmm. also a lot of places where you can see the princesses. So, And the next one that I sort of came up with is the a, a trains challenge. So you can ride all the trains at Walt Disney World. This is the train whenever it opens again. <laughs> right. If it like ever comes back. Uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad is a train. Are we seeing Seven Dwarfs is a mine train? train. Mine, it's mine called train. Mine Train, right? Yeah. Expedition Everest is a train. Wildlife Express is a train. Are we saying Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is a train? Uh, I don't think that one's a train. Uh, that could be like your bonus attraction, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So again, you're kind of going between Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. And then if you want to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, then you're going to have to pop over to the Hollywood Studios. But uh, Did you say Rafiki's Planet Watch train? That's a train? Yeah, uh, Wildlife Express. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You could do this with boats, too, right? You could say mm-hmm. any ride that's a boat. Ooh, that'd be a doozy because there's a lot of boats. <laughs> there's a lot of boats. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you're trying to do them at all the parks in one, because now you have to go Magic Kingdom, Epcot. I think Studios is the only one that doesn't have a boat ride. No. And then you've got Collie River Rapids at Animal Kingdom. Lots of boats. So anyway, but you guys see like kind of where we're going with this. So you can kind of like make things up as you go. A lot of these will apply at all the other parks. You know, if you did, if you did decide to do boats, don't forget you've got the Liberty Bell. Yeah. And you've got, you could say Peter Pan is a boat. (laughs) Yes. So. Boat over to Tom Sawyer Island. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We just thought that this would be fun to get you thinking about how you could add another level of fun and intrigue to your trip especially if you are going to be there during a time where you might be doing a lot of queuing if you're just if you're skipping uh genie plus or even if you have just even if you have genie plus you're still gonna have to wait in some lines right there's downtime absolutely yeah so and there's like tools out there if you decide that you want to do like who can find the most hidden Mickeys? Winner. Uh, <laughs> we used to do this like just if you saw one, you kind of shout it out. But there's books out there. So you could say we're going to pick 10 random hidden Mickeys and find them. Who, yeah, whoever finds them all first kind of thing. There's also trivia books out there. So you could grab a trivia book and you know, go through if you're queuing 
at Haunted Mansion, you know, try to find the trivia questions that have to do with Haunted Mansion and see if you can figure out the answers while you're in the queue. You could print off the or download the PDF from the trivia episode that we did, which is Walt Disney World stuff, and go find some of those things. I want to do this alphabet one. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look through it and see if I can find. Uh, I think she has some reels up. I really want to be able to like show video evidence of it. But um, another one that we it's it's like sort of Disney, sort of not sanctioned by Disney is like the drip drinking around the world. Okay, they they have like the the food passport at Food and Wine where you can go to each kitchen I guess and try something right um but if you're doing drinking around the world do it with a group don't climb up the pyramid (laughs) (laughs) do it with a group and split your beverages like literally just get a taste don't don't be that person (laughs) (laughs) um you can be kicked out of disney world (laughs) yes it's it's for intoxication it's actually not uncommon but you could also do like we're just going to try something from each country so even if you are not drinking an alcoholic beverage at every country maybe in one country you get a glass of wine and the next country you get a snack you know germany you get a pretzel you get a margarita in Mexico. You get kakigori and where is it? Japan. Mm, Japan. Yeah. I actually just saw. What was I watching? I saw something. Tell you, there's. I. How many times have I been to Disney and I still learn things or see things? So in Morocco at the uh, spice table, there is phyllo dough. It basically they it. It described it as looking like a crab ragoon, but it's filled with feta cheese. Like, oh, that sounds so good. (laughs) Philo dough is like, um, they, oh, it is popular in that kind of food. Mm -hmm. I'm trying, I can't think of the name, but it's used for a lot of different food things that are stuffed. Where it's like yes. the outside, yeah. I know. I, I I'm weird about feta cheese. I can never it's, get enough of it. <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> but I would actually try that. I'm excited to try it. And actually, uh, Spice Road Table is one of Dan's favorite um, quick service restaurants in Epcot. I it's don't know like why. A really highly rated one. Yeah. For people that actually like venture over there, I think a lot of people don't go to it because they're afraid they that it's going to be well, too like ad- Moroccan ad- food. Yeah, yeah, like too adventurous. But I, uh, it's like every single person that I've ever heard has gone there. It's one of their favorites. Yeah, honestly, I think every trip uh, we have to stop there, get a beer at the bar, and go across the road for some food. Okay. So hopefully that gets your creative juices flowing, guys. We are pulling up to our stop here, but I do want to invite you guys to head over to the Maine and Magic Friends Facebook group and let us know 
if you listened and your thoughts, uh, if you've done any park challenges yourself, whether it was one that we mentioned or something you made up yourself, we would love to have you tell us about it. Leave us some photos in the group. And I'd appreciate it if you took a second to leave us a review on iTunes or you can head over to the expanded show notes on our website and leave your review as a comment on the episode. It just kind of helps us get some feedback about how we're doing and what you like and what you want to hear. So that's it. I hope you guys have a great week and we will see you real soon. See you real soon, everybody. Oh, man. I have some, I have some challenges I need to do for this. (laughs) (laughs) When I was doing research online, I was like, That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com or you can email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the park, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Main and Magic to join. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Main and Magic. If you've got a comment or a question, you can email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website at mainandmagic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on social media and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening and, of course, in the Disney tradition, around here we don't like to say goodbye, so we say see you real soon. Bye.